What is going on, fitness coach? It is your boy, Brian Mark, coming at you with another episode of the Change Lives, Make Money on the Trainer podcast. And in today's episode, I'm joined by one of my clients inside of the 10K Mastermind. I've actually said his name wrong a hundred fucking times. So let's see if I can say it right. Mr. Devon Rodriguez. What's up, King? Let's go. Let's go. What's up, man? It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me, man. Dude, I'm excited that you jumped on board for the podcast. So I like to start my interviews by starting with the end result first. So talk to me about your success inside of the program. Talk to me about some of the money you've been able to make, some of the things you've been able to learn. Like what's your record-breaking month and what's the biggest thing you've learned so far? Okay, so first success, you talked about success. Like the success with me is is finding a community where I could be supported. You know, for going into the online, I didn't really have support in terms of like the direction to go to, to be a coach and how to put myself out there. And I found success in being around a bunch of savages who are really looking to level up, who are like-minded. And that was a big win for me right into the academy. So success for me was being around those people and then getting help from people who already have done it before. That's very important to me. Mm. So because of that, you know, I started off in the academy and I was blessed after a year of really going all into it to get into the 10K mastermind. And since I've been into the 10K mastermind, my highest month so far has been a 13.5K. Oh shit, you beat your 11. I beat my 11, yeah. So we're, we're steady climbing. It's been a journey, man, but it's definitely a blessing to be where I'm at right now. And I'm just excited to, to continue to level up and learn more from where I'm at right now. So the first month in the 10K Mastermind, you made 11.2K. I need to change the name of this podcast. It's not 10K month. It's 13K month. First month in the 10K Mastermind, you made 11.7K. And then last month in October, you must have made 13, right? I made 13, yeah. So it's been my highest month. So just continuing to like, not just look at the months a month, but continue to maintain that consistent over time. But it's definitely a record breaking for me. So it's a celebration, you know? Dude, I just love that. I also just want to say like, for just to put this into context for everybody listening, most people in a year, the average Canadian, I don't know if you knew this, but I talk about this in the millionaire mastermind a lot for perspective. The average Canadian makes $38,000 a year. And in two months, you made $26,000. Yeah. It's when you put that into perspective, you know, that's probably the average salary of like what my mom makes too, you know, a lot of my family members. So it's like coming from like that background and, and seeing that it's perspective, you know, and I'm very grateful to, to be like in this position currently. And as you guys can tell from Devon's attitude, like he's very humble. He's very humble about it, which is cool. I like love the gratitude and I love the story. So dude, I would love to hear a little bit about your background story. Like before you got into online coaching, you know, before you even became a fitness coach, like what were you doing before the online coaching game? Yeah. So fitness has been always a part of my life. Like I got into fitness because I use fitness as a, as an outlet. You know, I grew up playing sports and I was blessed to, to be good at sports early on, but I got the opportunity to separate myself in terms of like talent. And I seen that. So I use like working out and like being athletic to leverage myself just from like where I was at in middle school and high school. And because of that, I seen so many opportunities where I was able to like travel and, and play sports and just go against the people who are at the elite level. So being active has always been a part of me growing up. And I actually didn't get my first like trainer or someone who I invested into health until I was a junior in high school. And he's really the reason why I'm a coach today because he pushed me to my level and my capacity. So I, I was able to, to see how far I can come by getting help with someone. So I knew immediately that I wanted to help other athletes and other people get into that same position. So I ran with it and I actually went to Penn State University and I studied kinesiology, 
where I really wanted to like learn like exercise science and just learn the background of like exercise and how I could help these athletes. It was a journey. I got the chance to be around some amazing teams, you know, be a strength and conditioning coach for like men and women basketball, men and women tennis, the men's wrestling team. And these are all elite athletes. So coming out of college, I transitioned into like wanting to train athletes, but I got like a, a standard like trainer job at this facility. And it was a great experience because I was able to utilize what I learned and apply it. Unfortunately, like the pay wasn't like what I really expected. So like, I really knew immediately that I wanted to kind of like build and start my own thing. And that's kind of how I started. I started doing in-person training mm -hmm. and I leveraged my in-person training to grow my own business. And I grew my own business. And immediately when I started my in-person training business, I moved from Boston to Arizona. And mm -hmm. I'm in Arizona because I wanted to expand myself and my in-person business. So I did that and I put myself in an uncomfortable position. You know, I spent time building an in-person training business up mm -hmm. to Arizona to start all over again. And then when I was in Arizona, you know, planted my feet, built the in-person training community, but I still was missing out on people who still wanted help outside of Arizona. Mm -hmm. So I dabbled into the online training like in 2018, 2019. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't full time. It was like a couple of clients here and there. And I was at my busiest in-person training. My client was full. My schedule was booked. And then COVID happened. So when I lost everything, when COVID happened, I went immediately like online. Mm -hmm. And I started doing like live trainings and things like that. And I yep. just pivoted, man. And I just grew my business. And here we are today. I actually pivoted my business in October of 2022 to fully online. Mm -hmm. And it's been an incredible journey, man. Just learning like not only exercise and fitness, how it's impacted my life, but the business of it and how I can continue to leverage that and help others, you know? I've, I have a lot of questions for you. So do you mind if I ask you some questions? Some of them are going to be invasive because I like to make these podcasts really good. Cool. Okay. So first things first is I actually remember the podcast that me and you were on where I told you to stop taking in-person clients. Remember that? It was a pod chat. Yeah. And you're like, so one of the questions uh, Devon asked me, this was a while ago. And when, you know, we were doing a podcast together, he's like, bro, like I want to build my online coaching business, but I've got in person. I'm not really sure to how to transition. And I literally told you, I was like, stop selling in-person packages starting this date. And I know that was scary for you. And did you feel some sort of like fear or hesitation around that advice? Because I remember telling you that and you being like, uh, like, I don't know if that's a good idea. For sure. Like I remember it, it was February of 2022 and you mm -hmm. gave me like 60 days. So I knew that and the clock was ticking and I was scared because having your own business is right. You have to stand on that. And yep. I knew that I was identifying myself with what I already had, yep. but I had to be willing to let that go to take the risk. And the fear is trusting yourself on that journey. Mm, there's a quote that comes to mind. It's Eric Thomas. And he says, you have to be able to at any moment sacrifice what you are for what you will become. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I failed. I kept selling in-person training to the summertime and I took a trip to Europe and it changed my life because I was able to expand and travel. And the trip was only supposed to be for two weeks. So it was for 14 days. I ended up staying in Europe for six weeks and mm -hmm. it opened up my eyes and it, it taught me more about like life, not just like the business, but just life and how I can continue to expand myself. And when I got back, I remember I went on another pod chats and you told me like, you got 30 days to make this happen. And I pulled the plug and 
I just never really looked back since, honestly. You know, so so I want to jump in for a second because for those of you guys that actually listen to the Change Jobs Make Money on the Jet podcast, you guys are fucking gangsters. And if you don't <laughs> listen to it, start fucking listening to it. Change Jobs Make Money. But Devon comes on quite a lot and he asks questions, which, by the way, a lot of the students that I've interviewed this week, you guys have heard them on pod chats before. Why? Because when you join my community, you can ask me fucking questions. I give you direct feedback instead of just following me on Instagram or following the podcast. Like, just come ask me a fucking question and I'll answer it for you. And Cole will answer it for you too. So that's really cool. And I think that, man, it's, I want to ask, like, I want to have a conversation for a second because I think you realize this on this trip. I think that a lot of people, Devon, like work and they want to make more money, right? They want to make more money. They want to work. But like, what's the purpose of work? I want everyone to think about this for a second. I just want to kind of let this question sit. Like, what's the purpose of us working? You know, like I get we've got our bills to pay and we've got mortgage and we got family to feed and we got expenses that we need to take care of. But like, what's the purpose of work? For me, one thing I realized this year, Devon, and maybe you'll be able to resonate with this is like, I don't want to work just to make money and then to work and then just to make money. Like I want to work and be able to fucking enjoy my life. And so if I'm doing in-person coaching and I'm training clients in person, right? Don't get me wrong. That work can be very fulfilling because you're watching people transform, but you're also stuck to one location. You can't travel. You know, if you have kids and they have a dance recital and you have a client at six, then your dance recitals at six, you can't go to that dance recital. There's a lot of life that you miss out on because you're glued to a certain location at a certain time. Whereas like, I realized that I wanted to be an online coach when I was very similar. I was in Bali and I remember being in Bali. I was there for three weeks. I was just chilling by the beach, working at coffee shops. And I'd taken a break from like restaurant managing, which was like my full-time gig for a three-week mm -hmm. trip to Bali. And then when I was on that trip to Bali, I was like, yo, like I made five grand on this trip. And I was literally like chilling by the beach. And I was like working in cafes and like riding scooters around fucking a third world country. I'm mm -hmm. like, why would I work for anybody else? Like when I can make money as an online trainer and I'm transforming people's lives and I'm doing it from wherever the fuck I want in the world, right? That's exactly what happened. It's exactly what happened. So similar situation. I made 5K and that's why I extended my trip. And it's important for me to, to understand that it's not just about the work. It's about living. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I've, I've seen my family just work their whole life and, you know, they don't get that opportunity. And I wanted to be the one that really changes that, you know, and I have to be willing to take that risk. And that's, the, that's what separates me is taking the risk. Mm. That's important. I want everyone to take that down for a second is take the risk. You have to be able at any moment to sacrifice what you are for what you will become and realize that there is a fucking better life for you. Like it is very possible for you to live that life. I want to ask you a question and it's a vulnerable question. Are you open to it? Yeah. Okay. So I come from a background. I'm going to be struggling. I like, I'm going to be vulnerable as well. I come from a background where my whole family struggles for money. Like my whole family, like mm -hmm. one of the reasons that I made the commitment to be a successful entrepreneur is I watched my grandma work minimum wage jobs, literally up to the point where she was like 65, 70. And like, I was like 26 years old and I was watching my grandma work fucking like delivering newspapers, like hobbling up to like people's doorsteps and dropping off newspapers. And I was like, this cannot be a fucking reality. Like, I'm not going to let my grandma die minimum wage jobs. Like, I'm going to fucking be the generational change. Like, I'm going to be the one that makes it in this family. That being said, that came with a lot of mental struggle for me because being able to, I came from a background where everybody struggled with money. And so how did you overcome this? Like, cause now you're making $13,000 a month. And I'm sure that everybody listening to the podcast would love to. Did you struggle with money mindset when you first joined the program? Like, Absolutely. did you struggle? Like when you started to make more money, did it feel weird? Like talk to me a little bit about your money mindset. Cause you and me come from similar backgrounds. Cause you were saying your mom, you know, that's her salary per year. That's what my family makes per year too. Like talk to me about money mindset and some of the struggles you had with it when you first joined. Absolutely. I'm going to be honest with you. 
there's still growth happening currently in this moment, right? The money mindset is, is being scared of mm -hmm. growing, like being scared of having money. I come from a place where I open up a drawer and like there's envelopes stacked because like they're just putting the bills and like hoping maybe one day it goes away or something, you know, like mm. we never talked about money growing up. We never talked about like saving or, or what it's like to invest, you know, these types of things that are more common now, we couldn't even imagine. Like I buy something from the grocery store that maybe a little bit more healthier, that's a little bit more expensive. And my mom's like, oh, that's expensive. Like, why are you getting that? And there's a mindset behind that. Right. And like that trickles down to like how she raised me and only what she knew, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? She's been working the same job for 20 years and mm -hmm. makes the same salary. Mm -hmm. And like, it's at a point where I respect what I was taught, mm -hmm. but I know I'm only as great as what I was like, what I was taught, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the mindset was knowing that like, I can't just trust what I know. So it's scary going out and talking to someone who makes you know, 25K, 50K a month, 100K a month, and feel like, am I even valuable enough to be in this conversation right now? Wow, that you know, just hit. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think like I struggled with, with being around people who were wow. making that type of money in the beginning was realizing my value. Wow. Because my bank account didn't represent that wow. value, that I didn't have that value inside of me and I believed that I was worth it. Wow. So- you know, that's a belief that, you know, you can't put a dollar sign on and you have to continue to cultivate that. But the more that you're around these people, you understand that, like, you know, you can do it too. And hearing your story and becoming vulnerable and like allows me to like do the same thing, right? Rewire and continue to peel back. And that's where like my mindset like sharpens up and, you know, I can continue to have that confidence. Like, yo, I can make 25K. I can go to 30. I can go to, you know, a hundred a month and having these conversations with people who don't make this money seems so far attainable. Like it's nearly impossible. Yeah. And that's another thing too, where it's like, you know, having, knowing where to have these conversations. Cause a lot of people in my family can't relate to that, you know? Mm. So the mindset was definitely being afraid of the value, not believing like I'm worth it and mm. having a community and being around people who are not only making money, but are good people gives me that confidence for sure. Yo, if everybody's listening to this podcast, I want you to drop some fire. When you said that, I got chills, bro. Yeah, it's real, man. I haven't gotten chills on a podcast in a very fucking long time. When you said that, like when you said, am I even valuable enough to be in this conversation? My whole body got chills. I used to question it, you know, and, and, and I think subconsciously it programmed me to like just continue to think that I'm not enough. And like, there just gets to a point where the more that you work on yourself and your mindset, you just have to really believe that. Mm. Powerful shit. I want to add one thing to this conversation because that was fucking great. I'm not even going to, that was fucking incredible. Thank you for sharing that. Tons of value there. Vulnerability. And I think that guys, for everybody listening to this podcast, we have to realize two things. Number one is everything that we've learned up to this point in our life from our parents, from our environment, from our family, from our friends that we talked to about money and whatever, everything that we've learned up to this point is like a result of like our past conditioning. So everything that we're thinking about money and what's possible and our self-belief, whatever is a result of past conditioning, right? So our parents raised us to the best of their ability. They gave us everything they could possibly give us so that we can go out into the world and we can, you know, live and thrive and survive and procreate and all that stuff. Now we have to change the frame of like, 
okay, I got this mindset from my parents or I got this mindset from my environment. Because if we just think that, then that means automatically we absolve ourselves of the realization that like we are passing down that mindset to the next generation. And so like now we're the parent, right? Mm -hmm. And so if we don't do something about that, if we don't do something about the fact that like our family struggle for money, everybody in our family is overweight, we all have bad eating habits, we're all negative. If we don't do something about that, then shit's going to roll downhill from our generation, which we're just accepting that we're just stuck with what we have. And like, it's not our fault. And like, I had, I inherited all these bad beliefs from my parents. My parents did me wrong, whatever. And we're just going to dump that shit onto the next generation. And if you guys have kids, like that shit hit fucking hard. And it's like, it's my responsibility as a fucking adult to be like, all right, these are the cards that I was dealt. Right. And I can either look at these cards and be like, what was me? My money mindset shit because of all these things. Or I can be like, I'm the one that makes the fucking change. Like I'm the one that writes the new story. And this is the thing about writing a new story. Because like, if you guys think about like, I want you guys to think about your parents literally giving you a book and the book is your beliefs. And it's the beliefs and the values and like the things that you like hold dear close to your heart, right? And they give you this book, like this is how you live life. And then you, at some point, break free and you're like, oh shit, like I'm, there's a lot of stuff in here that's really good. You know, like mom, thank you for teaching me how to be a good person. Thank you for teaching me what's right and wrong. Thank you for giving me a moral compass and giving me a moral code. Like I agree with all these things, but there's some things in the book that I don't agree with. Like, I don't agree with the fact that I'm supposed to work with a minimum wage job. I don't agree that I'm supposed to work and just like survive and then die. Like, I don't agree with these things. And so everybody write this down. You need to write a new story. Mm. And that's the thing about, and this is where a lot of people struggle. And I hope this fucking resonates and I hope it actually hits somebody. You actually have to write the fucking book. And most people, when they realize that they've been given a set of beliefs and they're like, oh, I need to change my mindset. They meditate for two fucking days and they think that that's enough to make a radical change. You inherited a book that was full of these beliefs and you expect to undo those beliefs with like two sets of meditation. And so mm -hmm. one of the beautiful things that you said is you're like, I'm still in the process of uncovering. And like, that's a, that's a never ending process, bro. Even for me, mm -hmm. like, I never stop working on my mindset. It's the first thing I do every single day. And it's the most important part of my day. And I never miss. That's why the first two to three hours of my day are for Brian Mark. Like I don't mm -hmm. spend time on anybody else other than me. Because I know that it's my responsibility to rewrite my story. And it's one that you just have to keep writing over and over and over and over again every single day. And then one day you're going to wake up like you did, Devon, and you're like, oh, shit, I made $13,000 this month. But it wasn't just you made 13 k It's like you, you've you been rewriting the book in the fucking academy for a year, year mm -hmm. and a half. Mm -hmm. And then you build yourself to the point where you're like, okay, like I'm ready to start fucking claiming what's actually mine. Right? So it's like it takes time, bro. But it's – uh. You need to rewrite the story. It is. I'm here to change a generation. I'm going to be honest with you, man. You mind if I be honest with you? Mm -hmm. We're talking about generational curses. My, my mom didn't even have the opportunity. She got pregnant at 13 years old with my oldest brother. She had him at 14. She mm -hmm. had my middle brother at 16 years old, and she had me at 18. Mm -hmm. She graduated high school at 19 with three kids. Mm -hmm. And like my dad was 15 years old when he had me. So their opportunity was very limited. And... I can use that and be a victim. I could use that story and be a victim, or I could use that story and write it and, be, and let it be victory for me. And that's mm -hmm. what I'm choosing to write because I know that all of that was set up for me to be the chosen one to decide and commit for this life. And that's why like, I go so hard and I like believe. And even when there's moments where fear comes in, 
I have to like sit with myself and work on the mindset because I know it's just me portraying. So that's why it's important. That's why I agree with that. And that's why like I'm learning and it's a never ending process because that book was written for me to be a, to be a victim, mm. you know? And that's mm. what most people will continue to write and tell. And I'm not, I don't want to be that one. I'm here to change it, change it. I want to rewrite the script, you know, to let it be victory. And, you know, like, it's not just about the money, it's the mindset, you know, it's mm. about really living. And like that, that's a big mission for me too. So before we move forward, I need you to tell people what your Instagram handle is, because I feel like some people are going to need to message you and be like, fucking thank you for that podcast. What's your Instagram handle? My Instagram handle is K-I-N-D-E-V-O-N, Ken Devon. Ken Devon. Ken Devon. So if you guys are getting any sort of value from this podcast, go fucking send Devon a message and be like, bro, thank you. That fucking story hit me. And dude, so part of this like whole evolution and becoming the highest level version of you, rewriting your story, you know, was going from the academy to the 10K Mastermind. Can you talk to me a little bit about what the transition was like from the Change Jobs Academy to the 10K Mastermind and like what the difference was in the programs for you? The difference investment is teaching you to invest into yourself more. You think you're at a place where like, all right, I got coaches around me. I got a team. All right. But when you're in the, in the Change Lives Academy, this is me. I'm speaking from my personal experience. All I'm thinking about is how can I get to the million dollar mastermind? That's where these people are making the money. That's where they're changing lives. They're impacting. So the difference is when you get that opportunity, when you work and bust your ass to get to that spot where I get a video like, yo, you have a chance to get into this group. The opportunity is right there. And the difference is, are you willing to keep going further and investing to yourself? That's a scary, another scary move, right? Investing deeper into yourself, investing and trusting into yourself. So I hesitated, which is so normal, right? Because it's like, you, you get scared and tense up. I fall into a place where I was comfortable, but now I get the chance to grow and become uncomfortable again. And that's what I was able to learn. And aside from investing, it's like getting more help, getting more in-depth help of being hands-on. And for me, that's what I started to learn. I had a very tough um, time asking for help because I've been on this journey by myself. So I honestly never acted like I didn't need help. I just didn't know how to ask for help. Mm. So the coaches in, in the 10K Mastermind really encourage you to like ask questions. And when you do ask questions, they're right there for your support. Mm. And that's important to me because I used to feel like I didn't have anyone, but mm. I only felt like that because I never knew how to ask. And because they, they're so encouraging mm. and create that space to ask for help and they're there, mm. it, it just creates like endless opportunities. And for me, it's just a whole new level up, right? There's greater responsibility now. Like I have to really step in greater into my power of you know, how I'm showing up, what I'm delivering, you know, and it's a complete level up, you know, and that's what I'm here for. I'm here to continue to, to challenge myself in that way. And that's the difference that it's given me so far. Mm. And it's been three months or four months in the mastermind now. Yeah. Three or four. Is it three? I got in in July. So July, August, September, October, four months now. Four months oh, now. Yep. And out of those four months, by the way, two of his months have been, one of them was a record-breaking month, which was $11,000 in, uh, was that August? It was in August, yes. Record-breaking month in August, and then another record-breaking month in October of $13,000, which by the way, the investment for the 10K Mastermind isn't even close to that. So 
one of the biggest things I believe is that like I want to always give more value than I ask for. And so if you guys look at any of my competitors online, like I'm not going to name names because I'm not rude, but mm -hmm. all my competitors online, I know how much they charge. It's $2,500 a month. And their students aren't getting the results my students are getting this fucking program. And if you're in the 10K Mastermind, by the way, and you're watching this, I want you to drop some fucking fire on the live stream. So sure. I believe in giving a lot more value than I asked for. So I'm fucking super happy to see, you know, your progress and your results. And obviously everybody listening to this podcast knows that you're a fucking real dude. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, one of the questions I love asking Devon on podcasts like this is like, let's just take a step back for a second, right? Gotcha. And I want to take a step back and I want you to think about the Devon that first started your online coaching business. You know, this guy was first getting started. You know, he didn't really know what he was doing. He was posting online. He wanted to grow this online coaching business, but he wasn't sure where to go, how to get there, et cetera. I want you to go back to that dude as this version of you, the elevated version of you, the powerful version of you. And I want you to give that dude some advice. What would you tell the Devon that just got started? I would tell the Devon that just got started to, to stress less and embrace the growing process because I really stressed so much in this journey because I felt so alone, you know? I felt like there was no security. And even moments where like I, I literally was at the bottom mentally, maybe financially, I felt like I was letting myself going into the depths of this, this like entrepreneurship. I would tell myself like, there's so much belief inside of you that you know it's gonna happen. You, it may not happen on your time, but the belief is knowing, and that should outweigh and outpower how often I was stressing on the, in the journey because that only derailed me. That only slowed me down. That only blocked opportunities from happening. And I would just tell myself to, to know that it's going to work out like you believe, but to really enjoy it. Because when you look back, it's really about how much how much, not only how much you've gained like financially, but like who you really became as a person. And because I've like gone through this process, I've become a better version of myself, become more vulnerable. I can relate to people more and stressing just really didn't allow moments like that to happen. Mm -hmm. And that's what I would really tell myself, you know, to enjoy it a little bit more because it's going to happen. It's going to happen if you really believe it. And if you put in the work and if you put in the effort and you're consistent enough, mm -hmm but to not stress so much. Can I ask you another question? Yeah. Are you proud of yourself? I'm so proud, man. I'm so proud. It's, I have this voice note that we did a pod chats in like August and I was going through a mental block and sabotaging myself. And you, you brought me back to a moment one time that I failed and you asked me how I felt. And you asked me to talk to myself right on the pod chats and I recorded it and I listened to it often because you not only revealed how I was feeling, but you told me that it was okay. And then you gave me affirmations to, to remind myself. And I go back and I listen to that often when I see my mindset shift because it, it reaffirms and confirms like it's okay to give myself grace, but, it's, but you got to give yourself credit to know how far you've come in this process and mm -hmm. to know that, yo, there's people in this who've been doing this for years. There's mm -hmm. people who've been doing this who are who have generations behind them. And like, you're just starting out. You're just writing your story. You're the first person to ever do this. So giving myself grace and allowing that and being proud, man, it makes the journey so much more, more graceful, man. You know what I'm saying? You appreciate it more. Mm, so Instead powerful. of worrying, you know? You mm -hmm. don't want to worry. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know about you guys, but 
That podcast was fucking fire. And obviously, I'm biased because it's my fucking podcast. But I hope you <laughs> Dude, you crushed it. That was such a great interview. Thank you so much for coming on, bro. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Of course. And guys, if you're listening to this podcast and you got inspired and you're at 5K a month and you want to go from 5K to 10K or 15K or 13K like my man Devon Rodriguez, <laughs> then go hit the link in my bio right now. And if the link in my bio is down – DM me 10K Mastermind so we can have a conversation about your coaching business. Again, this is only for people who are making over 5K a month. We have like a fucking barrier. Half the applications that I get, I turn away. Not because I don't love you, because the 10K Mastermind is a more advanced program and we want to help you scale from 5K a month to 10K to 15K a month. So Devon, again, thank you so much. And your Instagram, one more time. My Instagram is K-I-N-D-E-V-O-N, Ken Devon. Ken Devon, if you guys got any sort of value, go show this man some love. Peace and love, guys. Have the best day of your motherfucking life. We'll talk to you guys soon. Let's go. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully, you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information, and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.